Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rimple. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Claudia, we've been having a good time with our series on awkward communication. That's right. Awkward as it's been. It's been a little awkward. It's been a little awkward. This is our last week. Yep. We're going to be dealing with probably the nicest of all the communicators in the whole wide world. The nicest and most exasperating. Yes. Probably, maybe even the most difficult because they're so nice. And you never know what you're going to get. No. This is the diplomat. This is the person for whom what is more important is that everyone stays okay with each other and can keep working well rather than at the expense of the issue at hand, be it a decision needs, that needs to be made or an awkward communication that needs to be made. You know, I think I'm one of these. Do you? Are you finding yourself in this? I think, yeah, even as I reflect on the questions I'm about to ask you all. <laughs> You're reflecting yourself? I think I see myself in the diplomat because, well, of course, anything goes better if everyone's getting along. And we've already shown how exploding doesn't work, how intimidating doesn't work, how nagging doesn't work. These things don't work. They, they don't work. So keeping everyone happy must work, huh? Doesn't work that way, does it? It doesn't. More often than not, it creates other problems. Creates a lot of other problems because we're not talking about ideal communication. There's no such thing. We're talking about awkward communication. When you got awkward things that are coming up, as we've said before, people not doing their work, things that are annoying, whatever is going on, schedule changing, it has to be talked about. And there's not all awkward, difficult situations that everyone can stay happy about all the time. You know, no one's going to jump up and down about hearing that their job performance is suffering and inadequate and might have their whole position at risk. That's hard to talk about. No one's going to be happy about that. No one's going to say, oh, I appreciate that so much. You're what so honest. An honest boss you are to let me know right away. That I'm a failure. I'm a failure. <laughs> That's right. That's not ever going to be a good conversation. So if you need that person to be happy, if you need that person to be go out of their okay, you know, you're going to be telling them the difficult information, you know, coming out of one side of your mouth, that, you know, the quality is not there. And out of the other side of the mouth, you're going to take it away and say, but you're a really good person and you're very valuable to us. And, and it's just confusing for the person. Same in meetings. Oh, meetings. Wow, meetings. Meetings where there's lots of people and lots of different opinions. And um, being a diplomat, you actually are very good at creating a space where people feel free and safe to air their opinions. But when a decision needs to be made, and you're the decision maker, that means this group is going to be happy and this group's going to be very disappointed, if not sad, if not upset, you know, you, you find it hard to make decisions. And so being diplomatic, making sure that everyone can keep working together, ends up working against you. And you need to be able to, again, talk about difficult things and roll with the communication. Well, and I guess unlike the others, this person has the most information at their fingertips to become self-aware. Because mm -hmm. it's really just down to they don't like you know, what's it called? Roughing feathers. They don't like, they really, you know, I'm afraid this person's going to take it, you know, 
I'm afraid, you know, they're going to get upset. They're going to walk out of here and they're just not going to like working here. And so they have just sort of at their fingertips, just lots of questions they can ask themselves as to why they're, they're not being totally honest in their communication style. Mm-hmm. And, and are open to that. No, that's a very good point. Again, the problem with all of us, though, is that's not our experience of our leadership. So this person's not experiencing themselves as a people pleaser. They're experiencing themselves as very collaborative, you know, very excellent facilitator of process. And you know, it's everyone else who's there is like, let's just make a decision already. You know, don't need to hear seven sides of this. So what's going on with this person? Well, one area where I guess I'll keep including myself in this for now is where we're not totally honest with ourselves is for all that we are concerned about other people. Um, our concern about their response really has to do with our concern about ourselves. So what we don't want is we don't want this bad reaction to happen on us. We don't want them angry with us. We don't want them calling us bad boss. We don't want them calling us, you know, whatever, whatever our most feared name is. Some of us don't want to be seen as dictatorial. Some of us don't want to appear wishy-washy. Whatever it is, you know, we'll do something to prove the opposite. Not because it has anything to do with the topic at hand, but to keep everyone happy and to avoid this negative thing that might happen if we came down somewhere. So that's question number one, which brings us to the second clue, which is if I'm thinking about myself, I'm not on topic. So when the subject's not the subject, when the subject becomes the dynamic, everybody being happy, me not experiencing people's unhappiness with me, we're no longer discussing either the decision that needs to be made, somebody's unsatisfactory work level, their lateness, uh, change deadline. The subject is got lost, the decision. If whatever needed to be dealt with in the communication, what you needed to communicate about, you're not even thinking about. You're You're doing everything to create this other kind of experience for yourself. And that's what a diplomat needs to catch them at, themselves at, is when they're off topic and when they're thinking about how something's going to affect them, these two things are clues to pause and get back on topic regardless of whether it's going to make everybody happy. Now, here's the most ironic thing for the diplomat, is for all their fears of being perceived negatively of whatever might happen, these are generally pretty nice people. These are people like you'd want as your best friend because they are sensitive. They do want everybody to come away. It just doesn't work. That's the problem with it. It doesn't work. So if you're one of these people, you know what? You really don't have to worry that you're going to come across like the bully, the intimidator. You don't have to worry that you're going to come across as the nagger or that you're going to explode. You don't relate to people that way. So you can calm down about actually staying on topic and experiencing whatever the other person, letting the other person do their side of the relationship, because chances are you're not going to communicate your side in an offensive or a demeaning or a arrogant way. You're just not that type of person. Most likely you see yourself as the diplomat. The other ironic thing is that no matter what people are unhappy because you're not, as we said, sort of making the call, making the decision, you know, setting limits, getting boundaries that are necessary. So inadvertently, people you're making people unhappy anyway. So you might as well exactly. be honest. Right? You might as well make them unhappy with the content 
and the topic and the subject than with your dancing around them. That's a great point. The aftermath. <laughs> That's exactly. And then if you know this annoying person, you know, if you work with this person, I always, I had a friend who just always would interrupt me and say, no, just give it to me straight. Right. You can be direct with this person because they're, they're kind, they're the kind person. You know, they're going to be more sensitive toward what you're doing than otherwise. So you can kind of, you just push it right in their face. You don't have to worry about them being offended or, or hurt or anything. You just say, spit it out. <laughs> Joke, you know, make it a joke like that. Well, we certainly learned a little bit about <laughs> awkward communication in uh, the past couple of weeks, and uh, yes. hopefully, we've given you some ideas and how to have these conversations at work. And the important thing is that you start talking about the issues that need addressing, and that you say the things that are hard to say. Exactly, and get in there in these complicated, real life, real people, messy people. Everyone's different. It's not smooth. It's not. There's no way to make it go smoothly. So take some of these clues and, and use them to, as a toolbox to um, take a look at yourself and understand the other people around you better. And uh, your communication, though still awkward, will be much more effective. Well, you are welcome on our blog with any comments or questions or suggestions for our new podcast. We're always looking for ideas uh, to talk about. We're at boldenterprises.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.